Hey, how's it going? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Good, man. Just uh, hanging out, keeping busy. How are I you doing? Uh, about the same. Just been doing this shit mainly and taking it day by day. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so how's quarantine been treating you? Oh, it's good. I think I'm on like uh, day 44, 45, something like that now. So it's uh, it's good. Getting a lot of stuff done that I've... Uh, been working on and trying trying to get done for a while, so it's keeping me busy. Oh, that's good. That's the main thing. Getting stuff done that we have time for now. So, yeah, man. How about you? Uh, you know, doing doing this shit. Uh, I had to move apartments because of a shit situation. Uh, just yeah, doing doing some other shit like that. Just trying to keep busy. Main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, so welcome to the 14th episode of a chat with Matt. I can't believe I actually made it to 14. That's pretty fucking unreal to be honest with you mm. yeah man thanks for having me it's uh good to connect with you again it's been a while yeah it's been a while today i'm joined by a young industry prospect matt bell he's been killing the game in the oshawa scene for the past while and uh he's got a bright future ahead of him i know he does probably he's gonna go further than me but that's okay i'm i, I'm, <laughs> I, I want him to i don't know about that Stop. So, Matt, why don't you just give a quick summary of who you are, what you do, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, I'm Matt. I just finished up my uh, third year music business management at Durham College, um, where I met Matt. Um, and basically, I'm just running uh, – well, I was running show promotions while uh, concerts were still up and running. Um, right now, I've just been kind of sitting back working on some artist management stuff, a um, couple of releases with the few artists I'm working with. So, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff at the moment. It's a weird transition for me, but no. I'm coping with it. It's good. Who are the Who are the guys you work with? Promote them. Uh, I work with Only August, uh, Dakota Mill, and Billy Ranger. I'm fucking loving the shit Andrew's putting out, man. That Only August. Yeah, man, it's cool. He's got like uh, he's got the Hard Rock Project on the go, uh, post hardcore, mm -hmm. and then he's got his uh, solo indie stuff. Um, yeah. Already released one single uh, coming up on the next single on May uh, May fifteenth. And then we're uh, following up with a full EP um, in August. So, yeah, looking forward oh, to that. You got one of the best voices I've heard in a long time, genuinely. Yeah, man, it's killer. It's like Dallas Green meets City and Color. Or, sorry, City and Color meets Kings of Leon kind of style. Mm -hmm. um, the stuff he's been putting out has been really uh, melodic, indie rock, upbeat kind of stuff. So, yeah, he's been killing it. Yes, everyone go check out The Rain by only August if you haven't yet. I've been playing it so much. It's such a fucking killer track. And That's a good one. It's getting a really good uh, response on Spotify. We just peaked mm -hmm. um, over 10,000 plays. Wow. Uh, we got a spot on Rock Your Block, and he, he's been killing it with that. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been really good. We're looking mm -hmm. forward to the next couple of singles to come out. Well, yeah, it's such a, honestly, not a lot of acts have that great launch like to start off. Like, it's not very often that you get on a Spotify actual Spotify playlist at your first go. So it's pretty fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. I'm hoping um next track that we uh that we move forward with has a little bit of a better response. But we're super stoked with uh the numbers and everything to date. Mm -hmm. Debut well especially was, when you get when he starts doing live stuff with that project too, that's gonna go really well. Yeah, we had a couple shows planned for um late March. Unfortunately we cancelled all those. Um so yeah. We're hoping that they move into uh, move into the spring, no. but uh, we don't really know at this point, right? 
Yeah, it's still all up in here. So, Matt, like you and I both, we're still early in our careers. We're still grinding and working it all out. Thus far, out of all the stuff that's happened to you, what's been the one highlight for you that's been like, okay, cool, this is definitely where I want to go, or this could definitely become a bigger thing down the road? Um, that's a tough question. I've, uh, I, I like kind of dipping my toes in to everything, trying out mm -hmm. everything all at once. Um, recently, I've got into booking, like booking bands, doing tours and stuff like that. Um, funny timing, obviously, with the circumstances right now that it's kind of fallen through, but it's giving me lots of cool experience. Yeah. Um, sorry, I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, just dipping your toe into everything and just trying everything out. That's been the main thing. Oh, and one of the highlights. Uh, sorry, going on recently, um, I've been working with uh, CMI. Um, mm -hmm run by uh, under the same roof as Coalition Music and doing uh, a summer concert series this summer. Um, so we've booked over 94 acts in seven different locations across Toronto. Nice. Which has been, uh, it, it's been a cool tour, but uh, we're at the point now we don't know what's going to pan out and kind of when shows are going to be back in place. No. Um, so recently that's been a highlight of mine. Um, just reaching out to different agents, getting, getting these locations locked down and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Lost in there for a second. All right. Um, CMI is putting a lot of trust in me, taking on bands and stuff like that. So it's been cool getting a little bit more responsibility with a uh, liable company that's actually working in the industry. So it's that that's been a most recent highlight for me for sure. No, CMI is a great program. I love the guys over at Coalition. Yeah. So obviously you've worked with some cool acts thus far. Who's the one act that you would love to book a show for? Oh, under Northbound or work with it. Hmm. Um, I'm going to do a little shameless self promo here. I would say only August at this point right now, just okay. because uh, hasn't played a show yet. Um, the project's taken off. It's doing really killer. And uh, I'm, I'm stoked to get him on a big stage and play in front of a solid crowd. So that's, that's definitely one that I'm looking forward to in the near future. Um, Another bigger act that I would really want to book and bring to Oshawa would probably be Dizzy. Oh, I know. Yeah. Hometown show would be would be killer. And she's got an album release coming up this summer. So mm -hmm. um, that's one that I would definitely push for and uh, try and yeah. try and bring her to Oshawa throughout her tour. But again, it's hard to say, right? We don't know where everything's going to go and how everything's going to pan out. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, didn't they just uh, open for Tokyo Police Club at the Music Hall a little while back? Uh, yeah. yeah. Did you uh, open up at Tokyo Police Club? I believe it was... Oh, man. can't remember. It was a while. Yeah, some point in 2019. Yeah, some point. So, obviously, the outbreak and everything, it's affected a lot of plans. It's a lot, fucked up a lot of people's schedules and stuff like that. How has... Uh, I'll shout out to Hayden in the uh, chat. Yeah, about a year ago. Thank you, Hayden, for remembering better than me and Matt. Because apparently, I have a shit memory, so... <laughs> Hayden's got us. Yeah, What's Hayden. up, Hayden? Miss you, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, how's, the, how's your 2020 plans overall been affected? Is there any possible potential to salvage any of it, do you think? Or? Um, you know what? There's one project that I'm hoping will kind of play out, obviously, play the parts with CMI. I'm hoping, really hoping that pans out for uh, – we've put everything off, so 
instead of starting the shows up in June, we're going to be starting the shows up July 16th, if it's safe to do so. Um, they're outdoor shows at public locations, um, like pretty much parks spread across Toronto. So it's, it's definitely going to be cool to bring everyone together in a safe social environment that you can kind of keep your distance and just kind of grab a seat in the park and catch some music and tunes and stuff like that. So that's one I'm really looking forward to. Um, hopefully salvaging. Um, another one I've been working on uh, for Dakota Mill, a summer Ontario parks tour. Um, where basically each weekend he's going to a different campground and playing a stripped down acoustic set. Oh, wow. Um, and that was supposed to kick off in July. Unfortunately, that's been on, that's on hold for now. So we're, uh, we're trying to work through that. It's, it sucks the amount of work that's gone into it. And we're really not sure if it's going to happen or mm. what can happen with it. But uh, I'm hoping we can salvage it. And that's something we can kind of uh, move forward with. But other than that, I'm not really planning anything for the summer at this point. I'm putting everything off until the spring at minimum. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of tours planned for uh, March. Um, I had one planned for May. Um, so, yeah, everything's just put off. So I'm trying to get holds in on dates and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Mm. So, obviously, a big part of what you do is you book shows and you promote shows and all that kind of stuff. Uh, hopefully, uh, Hayden, uh, we missed you too, buddy, and hopefully it pans out in the future. So, yep, Matt's doing a lot of cool stuff. Where did my go? There we go. Turn that down. Just got a new lighting rig, so I can play with it a bit. Um, yeah, so, obviously, you work in the live sector. How do you think this is going to affect everything post? Like, do you have any worry about, like, smaller venue closures? Uh, so, that might lack of rooms? Yeah, you know what? It's hard to say, really, because a lot of the venues, they're small business owners, right? So it's really hard to say. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know how it's going to pan out. Um, hopefully, people can kind of pull through. I know the government has opened up some funding for small businesses um, mm -hmm. to help out with paying rent and things like that. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised that, I don't know, smaller venues in maybe Hamilton, Toronto, things like that, if they do end up closing down. Um, that's going to be very unfortunate. Obviously, we've seen it with the Mustache Club. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's hard to say, right? Nobody right. really knows what's going to happen or how long this is going to pan out. Do you think there's going to be any sort of resurgence, like people wanting to go out to shows again? Or do you think it's kind of going to be people are going to be a little scared to... Uh... I think once things go back to normal, um, people are going to be a little hesitant at first. Obviously, um, I'm thinking that things are going to open up an occasion like they're going to start with small gatherings maybe five plus people and it's going to kind of move to the point where it's safe to uh get back to regular concert season festival season and stuff like that i don't think that's going to be anytime soon um i'd like to see shows by the end of the summer but it's it's really not realistic especially with the bigger shows it's like five thousand plus people going up to something like budweiser stage at seventeen thousand capacity right so um i don't know it's hard to say. <laughs> I'm yeah, still fine. really confused by the whole situation, and I'm not sure um, how it's going to pan out. I'm just kind of hoping for the best and continue on with my plans anyway, right? You can't, you can't go about thinking um, that it's not going to work out because if a couple months' time, everything is safe and back to normal, I'm going to be beating myself up for not continuing on with my plans for late summer and early spring and stuff like that. So right now, I'm just kind of riding it out and rolling with it. And... Um, that's all you can really do, right? 
Amen to that, my man. Amen to that. A big thing, a big topic, obviously, that I want to talk to you about is you and I have similarities in which we're developing artists, we're working with new up-and-coming artists, we're trying to break them into the into the bigger uh, stages and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that this whole instant, this outbreak thing will hinder the growth and development of those new bands and, new, and, and guys like us that are new members of the industry? Because if we lose a shit ton of venues or whatever ends up happening all this, is there a potential that will hinder the growth or do you think there's always going to be a fresh batch? Of no, it's, it comes with the work that uh, the artists put into it. And um, right now there's a really, really good trend with like online streaming and stuff like that. Great way to get exposure with online streaming um, and just kind of digital media that can be done from home and stuff like that. I know my artists are really taking advantage of that, jumping into the trends and doing those online concerts, trying to get uh, live streams going from different venues, profiles and stuff like that. So in that sense, it's really good for them. Um, the fact that they can just jump into a trend and get opportunities to play um, on, I don't know, media outlets, um, Instagram accounts, radio stations, Instagram accounts, venues, Instagram accounts, stuff like that. And who knows, you might have five people watching a stream, you might have 25, you might have a couple hundred people watching a stream. Either way, it's really good exposure for them. Um, so at this point, we're just trying to take advantage of everything um, that's going on right now from that advantage. I do think it has benefits for them. I think it has um, some cons for them too. Um, obviously without touring, it's really hard. And that's where a lot of their, a lot of the artists make their money. Right. Um, so that's giving them a setback, especially jumping into a new project and trying to release new songs and looking for ways how you're going to recoup that, uh, that money that's been put out on a record or PR or, uh, videos and branding and stuff like that. So it's hard for sure, but, um, it has its pros and cons. We're just trying to look at the good side of things and be optimistic about it and, that's all we can do. Mm -hmm. But so on the counterpart of that, do you think possibly this is going to open up a lot more doors in the digital side of things, the social media side of things in which I do. Yeah. Cause um, a lot of people are at home spending a lot more time on uh, social media and things like that. Uh, excuse me. Um, so yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for them to jump in and get exposure online. Um, it's definitely opening up some doors for them. Yeah, that, that's the interesting thing. It's been a lot of bands are taking over, like you mentioned, a lot of bands are taking over Instagram accounts. There's venues doing online shows and stuff like that. So it's definitely been interesting to see. Do you mm -hmm. think that like that a lot of this stuff will carry over to post-outbreak or do you think it's just going to be, okay, we only did this for during this time. Let's go back to the way things were. I think it's a trend right now. Um, live streaming, doing things from home. It's a way to keep the industry alive and uh, keep them going and keep keeping their fans up to date with uh, what's going on and reaching them on a personal level via Instagram, Facebook, um, things like that. Um, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that it's going to continue on when things go back to normal. I think there's going to be something new that's going to be trending and um, exciting to jump into. Mm -hmm. hopefully shows <laughs> um but yeah i think it's i think it's trending right now because people are at home it's it's all we really can do right yeah. um i'm sure if artists had the opportunity they'd much rather be on a stage playing for a couple hundred a couple thousand people whatever it is um but it's it's a way to reach their fans from home right so mm -hmm. 
Yeah, do you think possibly even some of the bigger venues might see this as an advantage and might actually start live streaming shows and like doing digital tickets and having people buy, pay for the stream, kind of pay-per-view kind of stuff? Uh, the thing, the thing about live streams and stuff like that, there's not a whole lot of money in it uh, mm -hmm. that I've seen anyway. It's uh, all based on donations and things like that. Um, so it's great. I mean, it's a great time to support artists. And if you're watching a live stream, they do have a donation button. Anyone who's watching would highly recommend donate a dollar, two dollars, because that appreciation goes a long way. Um, and they definitely need it at this time. Um, fortunately, there's no way that I've seen that's been selling uh, digital copy tickets to these kind of shows or something like that. Because um, yeah. yeah, even with like social distancing, right? If you're going to pay money for a show, you want the proper sound quality, you want the proper video quality. And yeah. that costs money and that costs a crew to come into a house at least, um, I would say, 10 people on set uh, making it happen for a live show like this. And even then, that doesn't follow guidelines for social distancing, right? So mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's definitely hard. Oh, Hayden just came in with a point. Said the whale is doing that this Friday, $8 tickets. <laughs> $8 tickets. Cool. I would okay. love, I'll definitely keep my eye on that. I'd love to see your response and how that plays out. Um, because, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the interesting thing. That kind of well, it potentially does open a door because, like, obviously it's not going to be the same video quality, sound quality as it being there. But it's like there could be, like, if they do a reduced ticket – like say they do 25% off whatever the cost is of a ticket to, instead of doing 10 bucks do seven seven fifty, and you have access to the show and possibly you can even set up no idea what quality will be. Yeah. That's the big thing. It's the quality and that's the kind of stuff you have to test, but there might be potential for that. And also like selling ad space and stuff like that. Uh, right. Andrew, Andrew just came up with the point. Bad Yo, what up, Andrew? <laughs> Bad Wolves are doing Patreon accounts. Yep, Patreon accounts are becoming a more popular thing, I've noticed. Yeah, it's it's been interesting to see the development of what everything's been going on. I'm curious, like, hmm. Yeah, what, what strategies have you implemented yourself from everything going on and, like, things that you try? Because you really have to think outside the box. And something I've always admired about you is you're very good at thinking outside the box and thinking of things. Because, like, the idea... You, the thing you just mentioned to yeah. me about Dakota Mill doing the uh, the camp the campsite tour kind of thing, I was like, wow, how the fuck has no one? I haven't seen that, or it's like it's not very talked about. Yeah, it's a great fucking idea. So, like, what yeah, kind of things exactly. are you going to be trying to work into, and any creative ideas you've come up with? To be honest with you, like in terms of northbound noise right now, I've kind of taken a step back during these times. Um, I had a couple shows on the go. Um, a lot of shows planned for this summer, but again, with everything and seeing how it's going to unfold, we're not really sure. Everything's just kind of on hold right now. Um, so we're waiting to see how that pans out. During these times, I've kind of taken a step back and taking interest in a couple other sectors that I um, trying to work on in the music industry. Um, I've been really involved with artist management and stuff over the last year or two. Haven't really taken it 100% seriously, started a company for that. Um, and opened up new doors and revenue streams, which I can try and find for these artists. Uh, so this downtime has kind of given me a little bit of an opportunity to take some time and focus on strictly artist management rather than the shows. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. Um, gives me time to kind of invest into them with marketing and uh, marketing plans and career plans and stuff like that. Mm. So I've been taking advantage of it in that sense. Um, and I do consider that kind of thinking outside the box, right? Because 
I'm doing anything and everything I can right now to just try and make some money, whether it's right now in this moment or whether it's four or five months down the road. I want to take advantage of all this time and put the ideas into motion to try and make it happen. So I'm trying to take advantage of it, but. Obviously, a big, a big thing with you I've wondered is you, you're great with the arts development. You're leaning more into the arts management now because you have the time to do it with down the road, do you have an idea of what direction you're going to really focus on? Like you're going to focus on the shows more down the road, or is it going to be, you want to work with the artists more directly? Like what, what path do you think you're going to have going down? Or is it a bit of both? I'm shooting for something in live events or uh, bookings. I don't want to do artist management full time, but I'd like to guide these artists. Well, I have the time and while I can, and maybe hand them off to another manager that is a little more involved in the industry um, and kind of go a separate route. Um, personally, I see myself in, in bookings or anything with live events. I'm just looking for anything I can to jump into the industry at the moment. And, uh, I'll take anything. I just want the hands-on experience right now. I want to try everything out, see what fits best for me, um, and see what I can excel in. So I would like right now I'm at the moment of shooting for bookings, but it's, it's always all over the place, right? I'm trying out everything. I'm seeing what I like and, uh, trying to get as much experience as possible. So. Mm-hmm. what's the uh what's the next thing you want to try industry wise um right now i'm just kind of jumping in full force in artist management because i've got a lot of downtime i'm just building marketing plans and stuff like that only august is in the process of an album release dakota mill's got one more single coming up um pretty soon as well as a another long play record first uh debut lp that's gonna i think it's set for release next march mm-hmm. um so we've been jumping ahead and working on plans for that um so yeah that's kind of what i'm excelling at now uh starting in september i'll be moving more into bookings um i had an internship set up with uh feldman for may but it's been put off till september so again i'm just trying to buy some time till then sounds like a solid plan so we're going to start uh wrapping things up here matt what are you going to get to next during your time in quarantine um, right now I'm organizing my cupboards. <laughs> I pulled out a hey. little corner cabinet and pulled out all the, uh, all the extra stuff and the containers and stuff like that. I made it a food cabinet cause I've just been stocking up and now I got a lot of food. So we're trying to find room for that. Um, other than that, uh, I bought a puppy that we Aww. get Friday. So I'll be training a puppy for the next few weeks. That's, uh, it's pretty much my plans. I mean, hey, you have the time to do the, have the puppy now and work with him. That's, that's yeah, the thing about this. I, I keep saying it like this, like this, this quarantining and having everyone stuck in the house and limiting what we can and can't do. It's been, a, it's been a blessing and a curse because it's like we have all this time now to do all these things that we didn't normally have time to do. But at the same time, we're getting antsy and we're wanting to do stuff that we usually can do. Yeah, exactly. It gives you time to kind of focus on stuff that you've always wanted to do, but Sorry, I always wanted to do, but maybe didn't have time to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely taking advantage of that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to ask you this question, and I'm not going to – I'm going to see if you can do it without self-promoting your artists, because I've had a few people sneak in their picks. But who are three acts that people should check out? Without self-promoting the artists? Yeah. Let's, let's, you can self-promote them at the end, but, like, let's see the three, like, <laughs> you personally – think people should check out people should definitely check out huh 
Uh, Catfish and the Bottleman, number one. Uh, Actually, I take that back. I take that back. They're number um, two. Okay. Um, I saw them at, oh, man, Sound Academy. What is the new name for Sound Academy? Rebel. Rebel. I saw them at Rebel um, probably almost a year ago now. Um, Unreal show, killer performance. Number one, though, would be Cage the Elephant. They put on a really good show live, absolutely killer. Um, every single time, like I leave the show speechless, just because Matt Schultz, lead singer, dancing around the stage like no tomorrow, kills it. Um, another concert that I would say you've got to check out would probably be. I'm gonna think a little local. Uh, Hotel Mira, Hotel Myra, sorry. Um, they are based out of Vancouver. Uh, formerly, they were known as I don't know. Really good band. They put on a killer performance, really energetic on stage, and definitely a must-see. They played Canadian Music Week last year, and that's where I saw them up, for, checked them out the first time. Um, yeah, the list could go on and on, but those would probably be my top three. A good top three. Obviously, Matt, I want to thank you for joining me today, taking time out of uh, cleaning your cabinets and training your puppy to join Thanks, me here for a <laughs> Uh, so where can people find you? Where can people find your artists? And Oh, well, awesome for a sec. Hold on. Just waiting for it. Waiting for it. Froze a bit. Froze a bit. <laughs> oh, that's a great poster for reason. That's really funny, actually. Well, uh, while that's paused and uh, frozen, <laughs> let me get a quick thing. The show. Oh man, Matt left. Hopefully, he'll uh, come back in a moment. But uh, I want to thank everyone for taking the time to join the stream today. Uh, I got a couple more things happening this week. On Friday, I'll be joined by Al Capo from Stuck on Planet Earth. And then Saturday is a fest with Matt, my first a fest with Matt. I might host a few more of these things depending on how long this quarantine shit goes on for. But I'm going to be joined by, oh God, some of you. I'm going to be joined by Al Capo. We're going to talk about the fest with Matt on Friday. Uh, Revive the Rose, Andy from Revive the Rose, Mike from the Jailbirds, uh, Benjamin Dakota Rogers, phenomenal, phenomenal artist. Same with Rory Tyon, both are just phenomenal artists, as well as uh, Kyle from Excuse to Excuses. So it's going to be a great couple hours of music. Be sure to tune in. We're going to be going live from 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, it's been great. So thank you, everyone, for taking the time to join. Uh, you can find Matt Bell, uh, Northbound Noise on Instagram. Check out his artist, Only August. Billy Ranger, and Dakota Mill. All phenomenal acts. Highly recommend. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time to join. I will see you on Friday with Al Capo from Stuck on Planet Earth. Peace. Bye.